TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you and gee whizzy whiz, it gives me great pleasure to bring on my brother from another mother. He is one of the greatest men ever born in the history of humanity. He is Australia's number one wellness expert. He is all things golf and football, the two biggest ingredients to wellness. All things chiropractic, naturopathy, health, nutrition, Food, family, love. He's the man. He's Dr. Damien Christoph. <laughs> Marcus, it's the best. I feel I feel humbled and embarrassed when you have such a big intro for me, and I don't have anything for you except for uh, you are the nicest bloke I know, the, the nicest bloke, the most successful guy on the planet right now. <laughs> I, I love that you are pulling everything together. The book is amazing, everybody. I am oh halfway through reading Marcus's book. I know I'm supposed to have it back into him by now, but I haven't got it back into him, but I'm halfway through, and I love it. Everyone needs to get it. It's unbelievably, unbelievably good. Uh, so when it comes out, maybe you might do pre-orders, pre-sells. That oh, I'm getting closer. I am getting closer. I did, uh, yeah. in the spirit of shout-outs, and thank you, that is very, very kind of you. I did have, got to give a big shout-out to Laura Barry because she did send a message on Facebook, and it tickled my heart when you get a nice Facebook messenger. And it said, uh, she said, hi, Marcus, hope you're having a wonderful weekend because I've sent this book to Laura. She's a teacher, a very detail-oriented uh, reader. Just yeah. wanted to let you know that I've just finished reading Exceptional. This book is going to change lives. Thank you Laura's for allowing watching, me to actually. read the She's manuscript. Is she? Oh. Yeah. Well, Laura Barry, because Facebook will distract me if I watch it, but sincere thank you and love for those words because that type of feedback tickles your heart when you think you've gone a bit too hard or you've written maybe a hundred thousand words of rubbish it always feels wonderful to hear that so thank you laura barry good on you laura you would have made marcus's day and he hangs on to that sort of stuff too so that that lasts a lifetime not just a few seconds that's uh, that's great well we always say that testimonials or feedback is the fuel that keeps you going don't we yeah it is and laura you're right it is amazing the book is amazing um i'm i'll tell you this marcus i know that it's long like the book's long and you could trim it by twenty five thousand words, <laughs> which is thirty percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could, but you don't need to oh. because it's so good. And like, even though sometimes you go, "Oh yeah, get it," I get okay. I get the I get the message, PC, and I'm reading through. But <laughs> I love it. Like, and so for me, it floods back all of our interviews, and it really is a great book. And I, I know that everyone who reads it will struggle to put it down. And it's one of those things that you just, um, you just. You don't want to put it down. Yeah, the best. And when you do pick it up, it, it's easy. It's just like you, it feels to me like I'm sitting on the couch and you're telling me a story. It's it's really fantastic. I love it. So I'm enjoying it, everybody. Um, I know that if you get your hands on a copy of Piercy's book when he releases it, um, you will love it. And if I'm one of only a few lucky people to have the whole transcript, in other words, if he edits, edits it down, I feel sorry for you all that you're missing out on 25,000 golden words of his pieces because it really is unbelievable. Summer, you'll have to get a copy for sure. Oh, that's too funny. Thank you. That is very anyway, kind. Now, we didn't, uh, we didn't, de- yeah, yeah, we didn't dedicate this episode to, uh, the book. There's, there, we have to, uh, we've done a few shout outs already. Got to give a big shout out to Liz Sefton, who at 718 
uh, Monday morning, uh, yeah. called me. I missed the call and left right. me a voice message. Now, now, who in the wellness community calls you at 7.18 on a Monday morning if it's not for a very good reason? And Yes, well, yes, yes, you and I will talk football at 7.18 on a Monday morning. That is that is highly important. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, I wonder, is Liz okay? What's she sending me a message for? And then thankfully she clearly knows I'm a parent of four kids. She actually sends me multiple text messages explaining the reason for the call, and she said the episode of 100 Not Out was exceptionally long. This week, and I said, oh, my gosh, what are you talking about? I now right. want to find you the actual message chat because it's the kind of stuff when you start your, your week off that you kind of – you want to start your week off a little bit calmly. Um, what do we get here? 7.10. Morning, Marcus. Hope you are well. Just listen to 100 Not Out and giving you the heads up. Uh, the recording of you and Damien talking after the live is included. Love, Liz. And I'm like, eek, is it bad? <laughs> Swearing? Are we talking poorly? <laughs> Really? Um, and she said, no, no, what? not bad. Um, anyway, then she said a few other things, and I was like, oh, phew. Gosh, when I saw that message, I was imagining all kinds of conversations. <laughs> so <laughs> I was thinking all types of bad language, all types of incriminating conversations that you and I could possibly be having. How many people have we offended wow. in the wow. in the, the uh, off-air recording? <laughs> I didn't want to call you. I didn't want to call you because I was like, I don't want to send him into a mad panic. I just, uh, I got on Did the we phone. Did we say anything bad? Did we said anything bad? No, nah, no, nah, no. Nah, we weren't incriminating. I was like, thank God for that. Gee whiz, <laughs> far out. Dodged the bullet. We could have said something about Wendy Stewart or something. We could have said something about, <laughs> I don't know, even Sammy Garner. We could have said something bad oh. about Sam Garner. Are these I people on know. Facebook? Are you now pushing the buttons of our listeners, eh? Yeah, pushing the buttons, yeah. Oh, dear. I'm not going to watch. Um so anyway, so thank you for all of the, the 200,000 people that were listening on Monday morning when you were going for your morning walk. Thank, yeah. Thankfully, as I always said in radio, if the phones weren't ringing when you asked for talkback calls and you got one caller, you're always so grateful for that one caller because you're like, yes, someone's yeah. listening. Yeah. I was like, and someone, like 50 people would have listened to it and thought, oh, and obviously didn't have our contact details or whatever. 200,000 yeah. people would have listened to it and thought, stuff it. You know, it was an entertaining conversation. <laughs> and then one... <laughs> One, sent me a text message and called me. Thank you to Liz Sefton. Um, that was very kind. So, Thanks, Liz. Yeah. Just Thanks, imagine. Liz. I mean, we yeah. may never have recorded another episode again if it was all the other things we talk about. We're going to have to have a little bit of a discussion to, uh, you know, with Joseph to lift his game there. <laughs> oh, was, uh, he got a bit of what a stern happened? word. Something but... happened there. Goodness gracious. <laughs> in his defense, Joseph. he said he couldn't find the out point in the – because we're doing Facebook, he he couldn't find the out point, oh. um, and I I found the out point and then alerted him to it. Anyway, on to other things. I have a, yeah. a health question that I hope okay. will ask will help the listeners and the viewers. Um, I'm going to be very vulnerable, and I'm going to definitely overshare, uh, potentially <laughs> to the disgust, the the visual disgust of our listeners. Uh, so, warning that we're about to start talking bodily health, uh, fluids, uh, your favorite subject, Damo Poo, um, and other Good. things. It's, it's definitely okay. worth banging the mic for. So, Did I bang the mic? Sorry the about mic. that. So, Darby, for a period of time, has had trouble, not had trouble going to the loo. He often complains of a sore belly. And right. then when he cracks it and gets in a wild mood, he's a loud boy. I often just think he takes after his dad, but... Sarah's like, it's the parasites. They're driving him wild. 
And I'm like, no, no, it's just a seven-year-old boy, let him be. Anyway, so as Sarah does, she goes and gets Darby tested, which I'm quite happy for her to do. Goes and gets Darby tested. Darby comes back with Giardia. So Giardia. Darby gets, yep, Darby's got Giardia. And uh, he's had Giardia before. And right. uh, anyway, Sarah got tested. You know, the doctor says, who's a very wellness-oriented doctor, said, look, you know, I've, just, to, just so you know, I've never seen anyone... Uh, get off Giardia with anything but, or kill Giardia with anything but antibiotics. Sarah's like, that's all good and well, but, you know, we're not doing antibiotics, la, la, la. Anyway, so we got the whole family tested, and I, I could have this wrong, right? So, because there's so many frigging parasites floating around the family. But this is the way... And um, so many family members. And so many family members. We are a zoo. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, I've just written it down, I'm pretty sure Sarah has blasto. Right. Uh, someone has diatomoeba. I think it could be Sarah and it could be Maya. I think Darby and Tommy have Giardia. Right. Uh, Spencer's got some bacterial something, something. And I am scot-free. I'm clean as a whistle. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Now, I'm thinking Domo's going to love this. Surely Domo's going to have a field day with this because I I get a call. I get Darby or Tommy walking in sometime between 10.30 and 2.30 at night yeah. Going, Daddy, can you come and have a snuggle? Now, I am physical touch. I'm like, sure, I'll come and give you boys a cuddle. I'm too lazy to crawl back into my own bed. So, I end yeah. up sleeping in there till 6 o'clock or so. And um, we're cuddling, you know, we're just lying in bed. I would have thought I'd be right for whatever Darby or Tommy's got. Like, isn't isn't this, maybe I'm wrong, you can educate me and the listeners. Surely, if I'm in such close proximity to my family, how am I scot-free? And how does every single family member have something come up on a comprehensive stool analysis? And and not you. And then, yeah, the broader question will be for our listeners, not just our family, because Sarah already knows where she's going with it, but I'm definitely going to tell her whatever you say. Um, what do, what do you, you recommend uh, listeners do? Because we often have this conversation probably once a year about what do you do with parasites. Yeah. But question one, why everyone's so different? No one has the same profile. I, well, that's it is profound because um, you would expect that uh, that parasites, particularly with your family who all live in close contact, everyone's changing, everyone's nappy, you know. So, ev- like everyone's kind of in and amongst it, aren't they? Really? Yeah. Like it's not like just one person's job. Yeah. Um, to mop up spew or to change clothes or whatever like it, it all happens in your place like it, all, it all happens in your place so you would just expect that everyone would have the same bugs but this lends weight to the whole microbiome thing um that everyone's microbiome is slightly different so where you've got um significant resistance to obviously some kind of any kind of infection which is great well done um the others don't have that same degree of resistance now no one's had antibiotics in your family correct uh, which is which is unbelievable because that doesn't happen in many families. Well, not for many um, years. None of our kids have. Sarah and I have over the years, obviously, but not not since we've been um, dating. Pa- parents dating. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's just absolutely so fascinating. So um, you would think that you all have the same type of microbiome. You'd think you'd have all the same types of yeast in your bacteria in your, in your microbiome. You'd think you'd have all the same types of uh, bacteria in there, but you don't. Uh, and so there's got to be some kind of, you know, other genetic thing that allows the thing, these, you know, little guys to keep on going, which is absolutely incredible. Now, I too um, 
would be concerned about using uh, in you know in Derby's case, I'd be concerned about using antibiotics, um, albeit they are incredibly effective um, and knocking off Giardia. But it's probably worth trying some herbal approaches, um, provided you can get compliance with Derby. So there's no reason why we couldn't do some herbal stuff um, to try and knock it off. It would take a little bit of time. Mm. Uh, Always takes longer. Take, yep, you'd expect it to take you know two to four months, um, but it should be less. Uh, damaging on the microbiome. However, even saying that, sometimes there's less damage caused to the microbiome and the body uh, by using antibiotics. Now, this is the trade-off. You kind of got to go, okay, do I go nuclear bomb, bang, and then start mopping it up really quickly? Or do I go, um, you know, kind of a little bit of friendly fire in there and just try and, you know, knock off a few of them and then allow um, the microbiome to kind of restore itself um, slowly over time? This is the $100 million question, and it's difficult to kind of make a judgment call on that. It's going to come down to your values and your health values. But something's got to be done. Like we've got to, we've got to make sure that, uh, you know, the, the right sort of bacteria, the right sorts of um, antimicrobials go in, you know, to kind of manage this across the board because uh, everyone, everyone in the family except for you, PC, is has a weak gut. <laughs> well, so this is um, and uh, <laughs> it's How almost it's almost wrong that the guy that's had the unhealthiest lifestyle that smoked like a trooper and binge drink his way through his twenties and I'm looser than Sarah with all these you know with all things nutrition and the rest. Um, but am I? It's very flippant. But I said to Sarah when Darby got tested, I was like, "Well, what happens if he just lives with Giardia? Like, if I don't, you know, if I don't think." antibiotics is a great thing for him and like what is the worst thing because often you know i think of all of the people that we've interviewed and all of the longevity uh legends that have been that we've been exposed to in our lives and parasites have been around for longer than humanity haven't they um what happens? Like, what happens if you just I think we actually we are parasites on the planet. So, <laughs> uh, you know, we've, uh, we've beat around. We've beat around. We, so I think we all came from bacteria, didn't we? That's apparently what they say. Yeah. So, what if the we did it? called Adam. What if we did it? <laughs> Hello to our good friend Adam and his gorgeous girlfriend Eve. Um, Eve. What, what happens if you just let it, like, if the symptoms aren't cray-cray, um, and it's all different conversation. If you if you're going to link behaviour to parasites, I don't think we need to go there today. But what are the issues if you just let it live? Because Darby's had Giardia before, and Sarah did the herbal approach, probably with mm-hmm. you, and two to four months, and um, he didn't have it. And then he started complaining of a sore belly, and Sarah's like, "This just reminds me so much of the time when he had Giardia." I'm like, "I can't even remember that because I don't remember that type of stuff." And Sarah remembered it to a T. So. Is there just a, you know? Well, with most parasites, they lay larva, um, larvae, and they can go through waves and cycles of regrowth. And so it's possible that we've kind of got to go through a number of different cycles mm. with some parasites in terms of knocking them off, rebuilding, knocking them off, rebuilding, knocking them off, and rebuilding, just to go through a number of different phases to eventually just arrive at um, a, an unparasitic gut, if mm. that makes sense, or a less parasitic gut, because we're all going to carry some degree of parasite around in our body. Um, and the ones that are commonly found, except for me, are the ones, 
<laughs> well, you might actually. Now, I'm joking. I'm joking. Don't yeah. worry. I'm joking. Yeah. See, this is what happens when you say I haven't had a cold for a few months, and then all of a sudden you get a cold. <laughs> so what? This is what happens. But what might be going on here is you might have a parasite that is so far at this point in time undetectable. You might yeah. not have the technology to be able to find it. Yeah. So you you may actually have something. Yeah. But we don't know what it is yet. Yeah. I doubt it. I don't. I, I'd agree with that, actually. <laughs> yeah, but these yeah. are the things that – it's kind of you mentioned this when you talk about DNA testing. It's like we can only test, I don't know, the 99 most researched um, uh, genes and there's, yeah. you know, 25,000. Yeah, uh, yeah, 100%. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah so okay. that's, maybe, maybe that's where we're at. Maybe that's where we're at. But, I, you know, I think it would be wise for you, know, you, me, and Sarah to have a little chat about how do we get this under control – um, so did you say that Spencer and Tommy have also got parasites? No, Spencer has some bacterial thing that Sarah had never heard of and I don't think even the doctor had heard of, uh, but he said it's just he was more like it's just a, a child growing up. He wasn't concerned by it at all. Um, yeah, um, I just I – can't, I can't remember who's got what. I just know Darby's got Giardia and I think Tommy does and – She's just arrived home from school. I could find out. <laughs> anyway, I was more just for the listeners because I think in the, yeah. you know you and I have spoken off the air before about the fear around parasites and and yeah. so I just wanted to come on and, and go. Our whole family's got like them. Yeah, you know, there's fear that's perpetuated from from people who behave like parasites. So <laughs> you know we've got to be mindful that there's people out there that will have you packing your dax because you've got a parasite when you don't need to be that scared of it. You you need to manage it like. For a, a parasite like Giardia that's causing vomiting and diarrhea and malabsorption, that becomes a life-threatening condition. Yeah, which none, um, nothing, none of that is happening in our family, none of that. Yeah, so what we've found is kind of like COVID but um, asymptomatic. Yeah. So Darby's asymptomatic to the normal symptoms yeah. of Giardia but he has Giardia. Um, in his gastrointestinal system, so yeah. which is a result of a previous infection, right? So we go, well, do we do anything about it right now? Well, he's not showing, he's not displaying any kind of sign no. or symptom, except for maybe the the. When he goes to thing. the toilet and he he feels like he needs to go to the toilet, but mm-hmm. not much is coming out. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, well, yeah, as a part of it is like, is that more as a just a seven, you know, the urge and just getting to know his body and that whole bodily sensation, or is it, or is that part of it as well? You know. Great question, isn't it? That's a great question. It's a yeah. great question. Um, um, yeah. Well, that's that's interesting. I know that people watching this and listening to this will be finding this absolutely fascinating. And go, come on, Damo, give us the answer. And there, <laughs> the answer is there is no answer. Yeah. Uh, well, this is what I think. I'm glad you brought this up, PC, and I'm glad you sprung it on because I, you know, it's one of those things that you kind of got to sit back and think about it because every person's parasite needs an individualized approach. And so I really need to think about how we're going to manage your family because we've got different age groups here. We've got different people with different parasites, different bacterial overgrowths. And so we need to like try and understand uh, why it's happening and then develop a, a program that's appropriate rather than a set and forget thing. Just mm. here you go, you know, everybody needs to take these herbs. That, that may not be the most appropriate, you know, yep. Yep. way to go. So and, yeah. anyway, it's good. Mm, we'll get okay. it right. Be, well, maybe we can um, – we can revisit this in a few months' time and to see how everyone's gone because yeah. you're going to need to retest at some point again. Yeah. 
Oh, well, only if people find this interesting. If you're watching on Facebook, because I get too distracted on Facebook, but if you think this is good content and you learn from it, uh, us sharing our personal experiences, because the amount of yeah, the amount of stories we hear of people just living in fear because they've got blasto or diatomoeba or some other parasite, yeah. like yeah, I think that's why I just felt an urge to share it because it just and there's Darby squealing at the moment. Uh, I just <laughs> felt an urge to share it just to uh, I don't know. Just make it make it feel a little bit safer for people, so they weren't so. I think that's great. Freaky. Um, that's great. That's yeah. great. I like that. Hey, um, did you watch the news? This is kind of weird. Like, obviously, this is a weird conversation because you sprung it on me. But <laughs> this morning on the news, there, um, there, there's a chicken farm just outside of Melbourne that uh, the chicken farmer has now grown chickens with four legs. And the and the um, news reader who was or the reporter who was there was like asking heaps of questions and stuff. Like like I couldn't believe it. Four legged chickens. I was like flying. Anyway, I was I was trying to go to golf and I was like, what is going on here? Anyway, so the news lady or the reporter says to the chicken man, four legged chickens. Like, how did you? do that he goes well it's you know it's taken me a number of years to get there and she says what it tastes like he goes i don't know i haven't caught one yet <laughs> like, they just keep running away <laughs> oh damo oh damo <laughs> anyway, anyway they keep running away i like that one well I think done it's funny this it's, is too uh, good yeah too you're good. in your element you're in your element mm. um yeah here we go i think on that note it's uh it's an it's an opportunity watch out for four-legged chickens yeah I think it's an opportune time to thank our thank our Facebook viewers. If you're not watching this on Facebook, that's okay. You can come on every Wednesday, sometime between three and four, depending on how our good friends at Ecamm uh, and Skype and <laughs> yeah, Microsoft and updates. all associated parties, uh, yeah, let us actually broadcast um, or continue to listen via. Uh, Spotify and the podcast app every Monday on your device and, of course, at thewellnesscouch.com. Uh, thanks for your ear, Damo, uh, your professional yeah, well, and your well, personal ear. And, we'll get uh, it right. We'll get it right. We'll definitely hit you up uh, for your insights. Much appreciated. Um, to all of our lovely listeners, thank you for your support of the 100 Not Out community. We cannot wait to engage with you in real life when the opportunity presents. And uh, Dan Andrews, Damo's best mate, let's uh, everyone into the world. Uh, <laughs> there again. Apparently, I've got a, a media thing before, and they're saying that the army or the defense force has been sent to Victoria because the pandemic worsens. Uh, what? Oh, you've got to be kidding. I oh, guess, no, we've got to go before we get on our high horse because this is going to go wild. Oh, uh, Victor- <laughs> I don't envy you living in Victoria at the moment. It doesn't seem like a very cool place to live right now. It's uh, well, At least we don't have parasitic infections. That's <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. Say. No, I say, I say it with genuine <laughs> empathy because I feel like every state is kicking a vic. I hear that New South Wales is saying... Don't associate with Victorians. I hear that yeah. Victoria, South Australia have an argy bargain and WA's doing a pile on going, come and play football in our state. I'm like, everyone's just just taking advantage of uh, Victoria's policies. I don't know much about the news, but I just I know that everyone's kicking a vic at the moment and it's not cool. We're one country, no. people. We're one country. Yeah, except Western Australia. We're getting rid of them. <laughs> they want to leave. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's not That's the way okay. to end. No, but I'll, we'll bring New Zealand in. Like oh, can... you're going to do a trade. 
Yeah. Yeah, well, you always... Just make it be like a little putt. <laughs> Andrea. All right. You know, probably, Andrea Huddleston's probably not even listening. Oh, there's the call out. There's the shout out to a good friend not listening. <laughs> um, there we go. I love it. Uh, to all of our lovely friends who do listen and to all of our lovely friends and mainly our family who don't listen, we love you. Thank you for your support of 100 Not Out. And until next week, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Best of your life. Bye for now. See you guys. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.